the clock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dope, dope. Woo! Woo, woo. Damn. Yeah. Woo. We are recording on a historic day in historic. Our, historic. Iconic, if you will, day in our history when Joe Biden has now been elected the 46th president. Yes, we did it. We did it. We We fucking did it, guys. We did it. We fucking did it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I, I mean, woo. Woo, it, it's been, it's been, it's fresh, been. Fresh out of bed, we get the news. That's right. I, I know we, we're all going to, we're going to tell our tales today. Today we're going to talk the tales because these last four days have been epic, anxiety ridden. Um, and you know what? It's like we, we got to see how the sausage was made in our country of democracy. You know, Literally. I'm not even... I'm not even mad about it for real. Like I, I'm more like, you know, I gotta say, I felt like I was more anxious leading up to election day. Yeah. yeah. I felt worse and scared and more like anxious about that than when election day happened. It was just like the seal broke. Yeah. I would say Tuesday was pretty, pretty terrible. Rough. Yeah. Oh, rough. All the, the way the votes were all coming in, it was like, oh, this doesn't look good for us. But then you had the people on TV who were like reassuring you, like, these are just the same day votes. Like, these are the in person one. The majority of the ones coming in are the mail in, which are democratic because Bozo told his base not to vote <laughs> by mail. So that's what kept me like reassured right. that it's going to be smooth sailing. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So today's show is going to be about what we're what we've experienced when we are experiencing because this has been game seven of our life and our democracy. You know, this has been definitely a game seven, and I think it's it's monumental for us to like talk about it. And hopefully, you know what? It w- if if people that shared what we went through or can you know feel what we're feeling, I think that. I don't know. That's what podcasts are about, baby. It's just about putting it out there. So before we do that, before we start diving in, I just want to um, remind everyone that, you know, you can download Good News Radio app. You can listen to us on Spotify, all those good places. You can find us on Twitter and we're on fire on Twitter. Definitely got, I know, uh, Kendall, you got your G-Paw like totally trending right now on Twitter. So follow us, follow the Hoops Talk pod on Twitter, and then you can follow us as well individually on Twitter. We're on Instagram and we're on, uh, we're, we're, when I say we're on TikTok, I want to say like, yeah, we go onto the TikTok app and we see other people's videos and we well, like we them. Don't, we're not creating TikToks. <laughs> no. So I don't want to get anyone hopes high, like you start following us. I mean, we well, had an make TikToks, but if, for a different we had an intern, but he was like, y'all whack. No and so, you know, <laughs> so now <I'll> be whack. <laughs> well, now we're, we're more in a, uh, you know, a, more of a looking mode, you know, we're not necessarily creating mode, but we'll get there. Um, and of course we're on YouTube. So if you want to subscribe to our channels, but before we do, so moving on, Karen, tell us how is San Francisco? How's it, how's it going out there? Well, first off, and I yes. hate to make this comparison because my fellow Warrior fans will be mad. But this was like the 3-1 situation with the Cavs coming back. <laughs> okay? Four fucking years of this bullshit. 
of mental abuse, gaslighting Mm -hmm. from a fucking leader as a collective, and then Mm -hmm. all his brainwashed minions, and you're Mm -hmm. just so sad for them. And then, like you said, leading up to election, like my go-to defense mechanism is I just go numb. Like Mm -hmm. I'm focused on other shit. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. Right. Nothing wrong with me. And then election night. Can I tell you guys? I have a special box of chocolate frosted flakes with marshmallows, <laughs> Halloween edition. And I cracked that bitch open and I realized oh I had God. no milk. <laughs> so I door dashed. But it doesn't donuts because the only way I could get milk without getting out to the store. Ordering a dozen donuts with this little carton of milk. <laughs> And that was, and my eyes were bugging. I was reading comments from people across the world. Right, right. Watching as well and staying up because they were nervous as fuck. And that made Mm. me nervous. Sure. And I I had to cry myself to sleep. But SF right now, I know I'm in suburbia right now. So, you know. Got it, got it. A little different. I bet they're partying over there, you know, real loud and proud through buildings and windows and. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, pots and pans. Kendall, you are in Utah, which did not go for the B-Dog. No. But but tell us, how's it going? How's it going? Uh, I'm ecstatic. I mean, I'm enjoying my my morning beer here Mm and my boat glass. Mm -hmm. Love it. Swig right out of the bottle. Love it. Um, I'm ecstatic. I could give two shits about anybody <laughs> around here with a Trump and a back the blue and all the bullshit that they got going on. I don't <laughs> I have been wearing my Biden Harris shirt since Tuesday. I know that nice. is disgusting, but I'm very superstitious. It's been fun. It. And after this, it was <laughs> <a> wash. <laughs> um, and yeah, I stayed up late every single night i'm talking like four o'clock in the morning until my eyeballs were like you have got to close your eyes mm-hmm. and i saw georgia flip i saw philly flip i yep. saw you know literally everything and then the one time that i decided to finally kind of sleep in he went to president <laughs> uh, <laughs> well i want to know i want to background on grandpa's flip yeah, yeah we got to get into that we're going to yeah. get into that for sure. I want to hear about that. I, the, I know you posted on Twitter, so we'll get, we'll get into that story because I think it's so compelling and it's so, it's so emb- emblematic to what you, I think what happened across this country because of the leadership that we have was just, it was beyond just not, it wasn't just bad. It was unethical. It was non-humanitarian. I mean, it was the worst. Character were just flung out the window. I mean, still are. He's not going to yeah. Feed and he's already said he's gonna be drug out kicking and screaming. Well, but like you said, put you know, put on hazmat suit. To watch. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Put on a hazmat suit. Let's go drive over there and let's drag mm-hmm. his ass ourselves. Mm-hmm. You're okay. right. Put in the stink bombs now and make his ass run out. You're right. You're Walk right. Out. 
Well, I woke up this morning to torrential rain in Los Angeles, which was bizarro. I think it was cleansing the world. Oh. <laughs> it was the tears of the goddess cleansing the world. It was like, oh, I'm going to wash up. I'm going to wash my face up because I got something coming to you very soon. I want to get, you know, washed up for what's going to happen. Um, and I sat down like I normally do in front of the TV and put on all my news channels and waited to every vote counts. I totally agree with that. So I was waiting for the votes. And then um, I think Wolf Blitzer broke it to me. He was like, we are now projecting CNN that the president elect is Joe Biden. And I screamed and I called my husband in the room and I'm like, they're calling it. And he's like, did MSNBC call it? And I'm like, let me see. So we started flipping everyone. And I go on Twitter and AP's calling it. It's calling it. And I'm just like, yeah, I was like, I started crying. I am, I am not even kidding you. I was just started bawling because I just felt like so many days of anxiety waiting for this and knowing how important this was. And me and my husband are like crying and hugging and just like, you know, I mean, there was not very, I mean, we're kind of in the, we're in West LA. So we're not in like, we're, we're very widespread. I mean, the 405 is outside of our window. So it's not like we have people on the 405 cheering. Our, I don't really know what the makeup of our, um, I would say our building is like apolitical because I don't really see any politics at all. You know, they're just like no politics. There probably are, but you know, we have our Biden-Harris um, in our window, but we don't really see that in our in our buildings um so yeah so we're just like screaming in our apartment and I'm screaming uh, voice memos to you guys and to my family and you know we decided to pop champagne and so you know we just felt like like everyone I miss New York I wish I was in New York for this oh, I know we were, I saw videos of people yeah. screaming out their windows and just we like, were in uh, we were in New York when Obama was elected ooh, the first time. time we actually we phone banked for him because we were in um, the East Coast so we phone banked to Arizona and Cal well, we knew California but like Arizona and and places for me I phone banked for um, Spanish speaking community so you know I was phone banking there and and then he won and the screams and it was at night when it was announced and it was started the first snow in New York. I mean, it was a whole situation. So here low key in Los Angeles is far where we live, but I heard there's fireworks in Echo Park. So I mean, always, I feel like there's just like a bunker of fireworks that people are like, run to the bunker. <laughs> there's a distributor over there. And it's like, gotta be. We're so close to the border. You know, they're just going over to Mexico and they're like, I need some uh, cuetes, please. Yeah, everything. 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 Ah. So, yeah. So we're, we're, we're holding it down here in Los Angeles. A lot going on. But, um, yeah, I'm excited that y'all are happy. We're healthy. We are starting afresh with this new uh joe biden and kamala harris so yeah when we get back i'm gonna take a quick break but when we come back i want us to talk all about like kendall your grandpa and you know how these past few days have been in what we're calling our game seven of democracy so when we're right we'll be right back And we are back. So yeah, Kendall, you know, I think it would be a great story because we saw your your tweet go out on Twitter about your grandfather, who's 96 years old, and he has been a Republican until this election. So tell us a little bit more about that because it's going off on Twitter. You are, you are loving it. So tell us more about that. It's just been like blown up. Um, yeah, so 
basically he's 96 years old. He's on oxygen and, you know, he's, my mom lives with him to help take care of him. And, um, you're in Utah. That's why you're in Utah. Utah. And we're not Mormon. We're not religious. We're not anything. He moved to Utah so he could golf. Literally that's, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) that's why we're in Utah. Being um yeah so his entire life i mean he's 96 years old so he's lived through how the republican party has completely mm. changed you know and it's changed a lot over his 96 years so yeah. it's a lot different than the first time he voted for him um and it's definitely a lot different from you know trump to the last person before that i think it was right. romney right or whoever yeah. i mean just within the last few years, it's totally different. So mm-hmm. he's seen a lot of different Republican parties, but his entire life, he's voted Republican. And mm-hmm. um, he voted for Trump last election. And we didn't mm-hmm. talk to him for two weeks. And we told him that we were pissed off and right. um, that he was voting against his family's best interest. And He's kind of at that age where, like, he pays attention to what's happening in politics, but he doesn't really. He just kind of falls back on, like, well, I'm a Republican, so I'm going to vote for the Republicans. He doesn't, you know, so we had to kind of, like, sit him down and explain, like, this is what's happening and this is going to affect you, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. he wants to get rid of Social Security and he's wanting right. to do yep. like, um, uh, medic, uh, Medicare and all that kind right, of stuff. Right, right. Like, this affects you as much as it affects us. Right. Um, so basically, we, you know, we just sat him down and we we told him like all the things that this party and this mm-hmm. specific president was going to do to affect, you know, the two people in his family. We have a very, very, very small family. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically just me, my grandpa, my mom, and then I have a cousin that's kind of like out there. Right, um, right. He doesn't come around a lot. Yeah. So it's basically just me and my mom and my grandpa. And we're like, you know we had some gay people in our family, like his son, my uncle, my mom's brother, um, was gay. He's no longer Mm -hmm. with us, but it's like, if he were around, like, this is what you would be voting for. Right. It would be affecting your son. And, you know, my mom has some preexisting conditions. Like, this is what you'd be voting for. And it'd be affecting her. Mm -hmm. Like we're women. This is what you'd be voting for. Right. Both of us. So, I mean, the difference between him and a lot of these other Republicans is that he actually took the time to sit down and listen to us mm. and absorb what we were saying. Mm. And it wasn't like, well, 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 but, 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 but after everything right. we had to say, he was literally absorbing everything that we had to say. Right. And he voted for Biden. I mean, wow. He, he could see that what was happening. Obviously this was a very different Republican party than he was used to and a very different mm-hmm. president. And he could see the lack of empathy and compassion and kindness and morals mm-hmm. and character. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I mean, I think that would have been enough for him to not vote for him. But the fact that we sat him down and we were like, here are the list of things that will royally screw up the two people that you love's lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, flipped a switch for him. So he voted, um, in Utah, you can vote by mail. They okay. send everybody a ballot, which is good because where we're at, the majority of these people are old. So, <laughs> um, so we voted by mail and we sat down and we, you know, we walked through all of the propositions and stuff with them and he voted for Biden. And 
this morning, he was still awake and I was honestly very nervous to go in and wake him up like the way he did. So I was like, what if his heart stopped? <laughs> like, I don't want to kill him over there. Um, but he had just woke it up. And so, yeah, we told him and he was so cute. He was like, you did it. You did it. Oh, we man. Did it. We did it. And That's awesome. Yeah, he's blowing up on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I saw it and I was like, wow, you know, this is so, to see that generational difference, you know, because he's an older white man, which mm-hmm. has been, uh, and Republican, you know, and it's so difficult, even old people, myself, like when I have to do an OS update, I get all pissed off that I have to update my phone and I have like a new app I have to learn or something like, why did they change it? Why do I need a new phone? You know, and I, I'm like in my forties. So to have someone with, you know, and being part of an institution their entire life mm-hmm. and they're 96 years old right now and they could just be like, you know what? I, fuck it whatevs, you know, my time is limited and I've always voted this way. And for him to really sit down and listen to why this was so important to do what he did, it just, it's such an amazing story. It gives me hope. Yeah. You know, it really is a hopeful story that, you know, maybe, I mean, uh, I'm going to tell you right now that I'll, I'm the first to be like, the other side could go fuck themselves. Like, oh, me too. Oh yeah. For real, for you real. know? For and real. Can. My grandpa can't. He's, he did the right thing. But all the other ones, you still can. <laughs> still can. Right. Still can. Still yeah. can. And you but learn in, in media studies that his generation was all trusting a voice of God, right? So it's like for him, it's a difficult change because that's yeah. not what you have this trust in government and authority. And then you have to yeah. question it. And I just love, yeah, like you said, I, I would feel so many different ways because my dad is just still <laughs> yeah but he's psycho and he's a narcissist <laughs> his homie and the you know the orange guys is homie so yeah yeah i yeah. mean he's a veteran he fought in world war ii wow i mean he's like this isn't what i fought for this right. is literally what i fought against yeah like, right. the entire war was about <laughs> hitler orange hitler <laughs> fighting against fascism he's like this is literally what i fought against and yeah. you guys are just like okay bringing that over here like no that's no. not how it works yeah but too many people who have died for us mm-hmm. to not have this in our country and yeah. we're not going to just start spewing this. Yeah. Just, yeah. So he learned and I mean, and I, I think he realizes like he doesn't know if he'll even be here for the next election yeah. and yeah. I hope he is. I hope he's here yeah. for the next 12. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like I have to make my vote matter now for the people who are going to be here if I'm not here. That's true. That's true. That's someone who's told, like, that's a true patriot, you know, when you think about, like, when they're thinking about the future of the the country before, you know, what is they, what they feel should, you know, should be. And, And understanding where the country is going now. And especially because he listened to you and you listened to your mom who are telling him, hey, History, in the end of the day, when we're going to talk about you, you want it to be on the right side of history, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that that's a way that, you know, because we, we talked about, you know, voting's just the beginning. There's a lot of work that we still need to be doing. And this is the work that needs to be doing within families that have people that voted for Trump and thought that was okay. 
that would vote away our human rights to own the libs. You sent me some stuff from Facebook on text that you had a friend that also you thought was like a friend and you're just like, dude, how are you this stupid? And you know, you were learning more and more about this stuff. Like you, you know, I don't know. I, you are, you're, you're, you're better at that than me. Cause I could, I'd just be like, um, fuck it. No, no I overheard a Latino male mm-hmm. military, ex-military talk about all these conspiracy theories about why is it suddenly these mail-in ballots are all for Biden and all this stuff. And I'm just like, it's heartbreaking. Like for me, there's a few that you can hate. You see the videos and I'm like, fuck you. But then there's other people where you're like, how fucked up is like your generational trauma or colonization or anything for you to ride on the coattails of conspiracy theories, but you can't look at the character of this dude literally in front of you, all the things that's being shown about him. And you can't make the decision to be like, this guy does not deserve to be any leader of anything, not even his fucking uh, bingo night or, you know, right. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. for him, his, his whole excuse was the rest <laughs> of media. Oh, you know, all those guys who own media are, are trying to make, and I'm like, what do you not know what Brett Bart is? Right. Do you not know all these rash of, ultra right media and that's the mm-hmm. ones that you read that you don't think they're all they've got a purpose to yeah. brainwash you like it's nuts and it's yeah. sad it's like more than anything we need mental health in <laughs> they like Everything. to say your media your media is yeah. selling it. it's yeah. i i literally had somebody a friend of mine who is super trumper and he was like bitching to me after it was called and i was like listen i've put up with your shit I haven't put up with a lot of people's shit, but because you're a friend, I've put up with it for four years. But if you're going to keep this, I will cut this friendship at the right. fucking knees. Yeah. I'm sick of your conspiracy theories. I'm sick of your lies. Yeah. So get it together. Come back down to reality and join the rest of the world. Yeah. And like, your media, your media. And I was like, hey, buddy, your media also <laughs> called Biden president. So yeah. yeah. What you do whole Cambridge and elite analytica Um, bullshit in in 2016 so that wasn't some kind of voter fraud hello there's a whole fucking documentary on it yeah yeah no they're very much it's it's a weird it's cult it's a cult-like mentality and i'm very well versed in cults it's my favorite thing have you watched so seduced i I love that one one about the cult with what's her face that child actress from nixium Oh yeah, Seduced is far superior than the other than other Nexium one. Oh. It's it's good. I recommend it. So these people would are definitely in a cult, and it's really about owning the libs. Like they will hurt themselves to own what they're called the libs. And it's just funny because they never like they don't know how to connect the dots. They just react to what is like at that moment. Because if you think about it, you had this bozo telling his base don't mail in ballots. And they did that. So, I mean, what cult, cult followers listen to their cult leaders and their, their cult leader said, don't mail in ballots. So they did exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Did it on purpose though, because then he could call this whole, Oh, what suddenly these votes after election day. Yeah. Well, you know what? Boy. He, his long game was that I'm going to sow this conspiracy theory. Theory. I'm going to start with don't do it. Yep. So that, and it's like, okay, everybody said 
that this is going to happen. Like everybody in the media said what played out, played out exactly how it was going to happen because it was based on the things that they were seeing. This is just facts and science. It's pure science how this is going to happen. And when this bozo, you should just be like every which way that you can vote, you should be able to vote. Do it. Whether it's mail-in, provisional, absentee, in line, you know, any which way that us as American people have the ability to vote, do it that way. Mm-hmm. And instead, he was like setting it up because he knew he was going to lose. Let's be honest. Yeah, he knew. A loser so. sets it up so that he can lose the way that he did. Let's be honest. He was like, I, I, I can't, they can't possibly vote me <laughs> For four years. I killed so many Americans. That's what he's saying. It's pretty disgusting that 70 million people still voted for him. But it's a a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. I thought it would be like a super landslide. Yeah. But you're right. Like he's been setting this up since day one. He's been setting it up. Everything he tweets and everything he says, it's a projection of what he's going to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point in his presidency and through his campaign, like we all know his game plan. Yeah. Like we know it, that that was coming back when he started this whole bullshit voter fraud crap with the mail-ins. Like, yeah, knew that was his game plan when it finally Absolutely. Came. Yeah. Absolutely. And we absolutely, and you know what, we're, we weren't distracted by it this time. No. There was zero distractions. Because even like, um, there was a story that came out in, I think, the UK, a UK paper and another international paper that mentioned that Putin is going to step down because he has Parkinson's. Okay, so that came out. It made, not, it was like not even a blip because we were all like, you know what, sir, we'll deal with you after we're done <laughs> with what we're doing right now. You know what, you know, condolences feel real bad right now, but we got bigger fish to fry. It, it, they put that shit out there to distract, mm-hmm. to create chaos, and we're not taking the bait. We didn't well, take like the, the bait. Hunter Biden thing. That yeah. popped up back in the summer, and it yeah, did the laptop. It didn't hit in the summer, so they were like, "Oh fuck, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Let's bring it back up again mm-hmm. here in October," and it still mm-hmm. didn't hit. I mean, obviously his base is all about it. And it's like, this has been proven time and time again, yet again, that it's false, but facts yeah. don't matter to you people. Yeah. But like, yeah, he, he, he ran out of cards to play Yeah, because yeah. we're too on, on top of like his game. Yeah. Right. We, it's like, you, we can't, he tried to play us and he played himself. That's the, that's it. Yeah. And you know, I got it. I got to say, so Jim Acosta has been one of my favorite reporters, White House correspondents on CNN, because he is a no bullshit dude. This guy from the beginning, he was like the first one to get banned. Let's let's remember that. Remember when he was banned from the White House uh, uh, media corps because he would check this dude. He was checking Trump the whole time. So Jim Acosta, you know, he's just been like absolutely just on point. And, and I think it was yesterday, he said, you know, it doesn't matter what this president thinks or says at this point. He is a spectator as much as we are to what's happening in democracy. And he could choose not to leave the White House. And that's fine because Joe Biden can be right across the street at the Four Seasons and get sworn in. And he will be the president of the United States. I saw that. 
And I was like, hallelujah. What, what part of us needing to do these antiquated protocols that, uh, you know, these like ways of how you shift, you know, the, are they going to meet? Are they going to like, you know, transition of power? When did anyone in their mind think that that was going to be something that happened with this person current, that currently, that, got, that lost, that just lost the presidency? He what will, part of it? He'll never concede. Never concede. He'll start his own, if he's not in prison, which he should be in prison. He should he be might, in prison. He might start it from prison. Yeah. He'll start his own media company where he'll just spew his yeah. bullshit. And anytime he's interviewed, he'll say it was fraudulent and that it was rigged and blah, 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 blah. And it's just, he's not going to yep. about it. He's not going to say like, um, I think it was Dana Bash on CNN who recalled um, John McCain's concession speech when he lost to Obama saying, you know, as much as you like, thank you for following me, you know, congratulate Obama and come together. You know, my, my people need to come together because this is who our leader is. You know, of course she said it much more eloquently than I did right now, but what he was trying to say was like, now is the time for us to get together and understand that this is our president. Now, as much as you guys wanted me to be president, it didn't happen. And so now Obama is our president and that's how we move forward. That's not going to happen. That is not going to happen with this presidency. I don't even know why anybody wastes their breath thinking that that's going to, the man is currently on the golf course right now. The last thing he tweeted was I won by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and it was slapped with Twitter's like, this is not correct. <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> Let you know right now. Like Twitter waited. Let's talk about it. Six years to finally talk about it. This shit to his Twitter, to his Twitter account. Why, Honestly, why did you let us all suffer? Right, until the last minute. Through the 26 election, 2016 election, through his entire four years, and now all of a sudden you want to check this. Dude. Yeah. You know how much fucking bullshit they've put us through? It's, it's incredible to me. Like, I, I saw like, oh, you know, so good Twitter's doing this. And I'm like, no, I'm not giving them any no. praise for waiting for the last minute because they have CYA. They're all about covering their own ass right now. And so is Facebook and all these social media because they know that, you know, the, the government wants to clamp down on a lot of the bullshit that they do. I mean, I know that California just passed a law about data privacy, how they want them to be more, protect us more uh, as consumers. And we work in fucking social media. So it's not like we're like trying to, you know, condemn something that we we are fully aware of the power of the media that we work on. We understand the global nature of it. And and us too, we're like, obviously that there's not enough responsible people that maybe will read <laughs> the entire story and not just the headline. Okay. So yes, we understand that. And the fact that Twitter is just now going like, oh, look at us. We're, we're putting this warning label on his tweets. It's like, okay, sis, that would have been good when he was talking about birtherism. Right. You know, like, that... Before the campaign, while yeah. Obama was still in office. Yeah. That would have been great. Thanks. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been great. You know, like, those are the things. Uh, don't verify him. You know, t say it's a parody account. You have the power. And if you think that that makes you, like, I don't know. What are you afraid of? If, you're, if you don't care about MAGA, then don't fucking care. Like all these senators that are putting this shit out there. That it, look, I can say I'm six feet tall, 
that's not going to hurt anyone because I'm not the president. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not the president. I'm not making law. I'm not using my power to hurt people that are, are marginalized. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing that. But when someone goes out and tweets about like policy, uh, c- calling our democracy, calling this uh, election rigged. Yeah. Calling out, think about that. There are people, God bless them. I would not want to be doing the ballots right now. I don't want to be counting ballots. No. At all. His words incite violence. That's yes. why there's an angry mob outside Maricopa County yes. voters right now. And on top of that, there was a guy in Atlanta who somebody posted a video of him crumbling up a piece of paper and throwing it away. And somebody posted a video of him saying that this person just threw away a ballot when in fact it was proven that he threw away instructions to, you know, like <laughs> the ballots. Oh my God. But this person, when they posted the video, they posted the man's name, his home address, oh, his license plate to his car. And now the guy is having to be in hiding Jesus. Because of poor guy, and what they don't even get paid. Yeah, yeah, it's all volunteer work. And you know, bless them. And someone tweeted it, and I agree. It's like all these people that in positions that we take for granted, essential workers, poll workers, mm-hmm. like they are the fucking heroes of this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, did you guys see Trey Young donated a bunch of box lunches to a bunch of poll workers? Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I was like, good for you, baby hair. <laughs> 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 I woke up from my nap, but now I have baby hair and can go do this. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, we have to normalize, you know, I really like what, what, what well, the, first off, the WNBA. Oh yeah. And then the, was it the Omakay sisters or who? who the who yeah, they yeah. did. Cheney oh and uh, NECA. Hello. In yeah. Houston. yeah. Oh. No, it, I'm telling you, like, even when we look at what's happening in motherfucking Georgia, can we just talk about Georgia on my mind? That right there. Stacey Abrams is a patriot through queen through and through. I love it when she was like the, the moment she was lost, which was totally a rigged election, by the way, that she lost. Let's talk about that. While the Republicans were peep on that one, weren't they? So when she lost, she said, I went into Shiva for 10 days and I came out and decided I need to make a plan so this never happens again. And if she did not do exactly what she said she was going to do. 800,000 registered voters in the last two years. Yep. Wow. Think and about now that. she's going to go out and she's going to flip those two Senate seats. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There are two Senate seats that are up. That's what we thought. When we said the, the vote's only the beginning, here's why. Because there are two Senate seats. There is the warnock Loeffler seat up, right? And there is the Ossif in, I, I don't know, per, Purdue, I think it's his name, in Georgia. And they're going to runoffs. And that runoff is because we had someone like Stacey Abrams there. And then we had someone uh, like the WNBA putting a visibility, national visibility. So that's the other thing too. Finally, the WNBA is getting national uh, attention. They're going on national TV with their games and they're using their platforms to say, you know, for social justice, Brianna Taylor, for 
uh, Warnock, and look at him. He is now in a run-up situation. So now we have to bank, you know, we have to send money, we have to like phone bank, do whatever we can for these runoffs. These two runoffs will then give the Democrats, if they win, they will give the Democrats the power in the Senate. And that will crush Mitch McConnell, who is a monster. That man is the dead walking amongst us. He is pure evil. Like, he's pure evil, I think. I honestly think that his body is made of flies. Like, it's just flies and bugs that are from evil inside of him. I don't understand how Kentucky keeps voting him in and how South Carolina keeps voting in what's his name um the other oh, one Lindsey graham <laughs> the other evil yeah. one yeah. Lindsey yeah. Graham. Graham. yeah so that's what go ahead go ahead like, you guys are last in like fucking everything <laughs> do you guys not realize that <laughs> they're not yeah those two are not working for their state they're not working for their state Lord. at all they're working for themselves they're working for pow- power the the republican party is so much about retaining power it's incredible what they will do. And they will burn, they were willing to burn down our democracy to do that. Yep. They were really willing to burn our democracy to get that done. And, and allowing this rig and all this lawyers and all this bullshit they're going to do. It doesn't matter. Fine, do a recount. A recount takes like a day to do because they've basically just taken what they did and counting it over again. So if you have, if you have 12 eggs and you tell me that it's rigged and you want to recount and then I count them again, it's still going to be 12 eggs, yo. So guess what? It doesn't matter. This will change nothing. You're, per, you're a sore loser. You're prolonging this for the country. For yourself. You know, pay him no mind. And now they're, no like, mind. they're going to slowly start backtracking from mm-hmm. Trump. They're going to slowly say, well, you know, I didn't really agree with this, that, and whatever. And it's like, that's when we really got to buckle down and be like, no, you did. Yeah. You did. You voted for it. You mm-hmm. did. Like uh, John Cornyn in, in Texas, where he's like, well, I didn't agree with the wall or the tax cuts <laughs> or all this, but I still voted for it. But privately, yeah. I really didn't want to do it. It's like, no, you still did it. You, you guys all just like, fluffed Trump up and built his ego up like you are all yeah. part of the problem and, and can and to be quite honest like I I wrestle with this whole idea that I'm now supposed to be sympathetic to what's happening to the other side to the to the right to the Trumpers to the MAGAs like I'm supposed to somehow I remember in 2016 when Florida was called for Trump, when it was the Hillary, uh, and I knew right then that was the, that was the the one that was the shot in the heart for me, and the Republicans and the right side they could not be more ecstatic. They did not give a shit about how the other side was feeling, how that we were i mean we were comatose f- from that it was like a the death knoll they didn't care they called us snowflakes they told us to shut the fuck up we're a bunch of snowflakes libtard you know? libtard tears i yes. love libtard tears is what you would always always hear yeah and and what you're seeing now like when that after that day after that election happened there was marching on the streets not like you're seeing today there was march in protest there was the women's march um, march on Washington. There was a full-on march in protest to what had happened, and there was all kinds of evidence of rigging from the Russians in that the interference. So I don't even know what the fuck I, you didn't care about our democracy being rigged then, 
you know, but you're carrying about a provisional ballot and I have to use binoculars, you know, they had to use binoculars. Voting. <laughs> I know. People are using mail-in ballot, which is totally legal to vote. What? Right. All of us Democrats hopped on a Zoom call and we were like, pick a dead person and vote for it. <laughs> dead people to vote. Give right? me a fucking break. Yeah. So we, so now what you're seeing on the streets, you're seeing dancing in Philadelphia, dancing in New York, dancing in Washington, D.C., the firecrackers going off Echo Park. It's a totally different feeling because there was no, I don't recall any celebrations. No, uh, I walking into work after that day. Oh, yeah. In a newsroom, which is typically, you know, like everybody's talking about each other and blah, blah, blah. Silence. Mm-hmm. It was like everybody was just doing their stuff, heads, even heads down on desks, like what the hell just happened. I had to console Ollie. She witnessed 2016. Oh, wow. She was so excited for Hillary, a woman, you know, the hope in a little girl's eyes. And then to realize that some fucked up immoral asshole one yeah. like the bad guy one literally like she said that and it was just so hard to see her go through that and then feel my feelings and then even the next day at school some like fucking devil's advocate little fucker was like <laughs> and i'm like you're an elementary school motherfucker and you live in the city like who the right. fuck are you but right. we had a hard time. She came home. She goes, mommy, we had to have a whole talk. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't get to be with her right now, but I can't wait till she gets home. Cause mm-hmm. this is hope y'all. Right. Yeah. Hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Black Kamala. Asian mm-hmm. woman, SF native. What? California Senator. Woo. Woo. Oh Yeah second gentleman who is like the nicest human ever oh, right but it's supportive yeah. of his wife it's so yeah. funny right you got trump with no fucking qualifications everyone wants to shit on qualifications right like what the fuck do you have and then you have women of color as usual fucking mm. law school ag senator all these like credentials and it's like what the fuck yeah. y'all want don't understand privilege it's right there well Speaking you know women of color can we just thank, oh yeah thank you thank you for carrying us and literally for sure. yes. white people and white women i would like to fully apologize for that 55 percent no you know what i don't want to apologize for them because they're a bunch of it's not of, you it's not me but you know what i'm sorry that for whatever reason they cannot see that this guy and these people are fucking terrible to you to every person of color, any minority, mm-hmm. women, you know, disabilities, you name it. I'm sorry. I will try my best to get them bitches. But thank you for everything that you guys do because you guys mm-hmm. really pushed us and drug us across the <laughs> Yeah. You see the numbers, you see them wow. continuously speaking out, even when people want to put that angry label on them and act like, oh, you guys are crazy, gaslight them. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, to just sure. constantly get shit on and shit on and yeah. shit on and shit yeah. on by this country and then saving it is just like... Black women. Fucking superheroes. Yeah. Black women. And I'm going to shout out to the, I'm going to say the uh, Mexican-Americans, really. Oh. I know, I know Latinos, Latinx is very monolithic. It's, a, it's all a different, but yeah, like Arizona, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, Arizona, 
Arizona and in the ne the next big election in four years, Texas will be blue. Yes, I agree. I'm in here, Texas oh. will be blue. You're hearing it here right now. Yes. I'm predicting four years, Texas will be blue. Y'all, I just, I, I mean, I feel ashamed that I did not know what gerrymandering was. That's okay. My friend who lives in Austin literally showed, she tweeted it out. She showed this whole map, how fucked up their district borders are. She lives in Austin, yet she, her district is attached to rural suburbia, Katy, yeah. these outskirts of Houston. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you're oh, just yeah. not, that needs to get revisited now so That's, where i'm from i think i think you're talking about dan crenshaw the guy with the patch i think yes. you're talking about his his district is literally it like starts below one of the cities <laughs> wraps around that city yeah, it's probably like, it. it's in between houston and austin it's <laughs> weird fucking jigsaw yeah well i i have i'm from watsonville and we're in santa cruz county which by the way santa cruz county went like almost 100 percent to biden so i'm very proud of my Good. county um but it's funny because just over a bridge you have a, a, a town that is uh primarily uh mexican-american you know farm workers they live across the bridge and they are actually in monterey county but they're so far from like the main monterey county that they it, it's almost like a, a, I mean, it was always didn't have like the roads fixed or like the housing, you know, because they just weren't getting the tax dollars because they weren't that close. And literally, we're just like, we could see it right across the bridge or like, and the, those kids would come to our schools, you know, so I mean, it was, it's just like that gerrymandering can mean so much a difference because we were part of Santa Cruz County and you had an influx of money there. And we were not, we were like 20 minute drive to Santa Cruz, like the main um, city downtown. So like there was a lot of, you know, and we kept saying like, why can't we just annex that, you know, town oh. to us? Because they're just, they're oh, literally yeah. in our district. They're in our, yeah, they're in our school district. They, you know, they come over. Yeah, their local dollars come into our town, you know, when they, their everything was in our town, there was nothing really in that town. And you just see like how it's like, okay, we want power and we'll take it the way that we can, but we're not going to necessarily have, those people won't have a voice. And so gerrymandering is like, it's crazy when you see like how, like to your point, get a, like it was zigzagging around. He's like, yeah, I don't want this, but I just want all of this around it. it it's sickening. It's sickening and voter suppression. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, what it is. I, yeah. I want the sections of of this part where I know the people are going to vote for me. Yeah, and I have an easy <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. So if you could just literally give me like a mile this way and then just like, yeah, <laughs> get up the state. I want that to be my. Because I know it's insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. So we're going to, so as you guys know, I've talked about this, we're moving, we're doing a big move. Um, and it's been a little crazy, but we're going to be moving into the desert and we're going to be now part of San Bernardino, um, County. And so I looked at that County and it, it was blue. It went, huge, it, it went Biden, it went Biden. But when you go, and this is when I'm, when I think about like, you know, local government, and we've talked about this with our other guests, um, on the show, like, there is a, di we're in the eighth district and you have Christine Bubzer and this other Republican, I forget his name, Ken Olberg something. And 
you can see like how like upper and closer to like the city cities uh, of San Bernardino, she went really blue and then the rest of it went Republican. And so that's where I'm like, okay, where can I then now as going to be part of the community in the desert? Cause it's pretty prog- like, there's a lot of progressive um, ideas that are in the desert right now. There's a lot of like LGBTQ is huge in pioneer town. Um, and Joshua tree is like Austin of the desert. You go there and you're just like, I'm in like the most progressive Biden, Harris, anything in between like Morongo Valley, Yucca Valley, it's Trump, you know, uh, uh, flags. But then you go up into the, the desert hills and you'll see like their pioneer town, like I would say LGBTQ. So that like, that's where we have to like say like, okay, you are benefiting from having it, being able to go out and buy in the desert and create your business and have freedoms, uh, human rights. And you know, you have this really cool, cool Joshua tree is very Austin, but what are you doing to like help progressive candidates or democratic candidates like Christine Bubzer? Because if you look at the desert where you're benefiting from all of this business and all of this, you know, you're fine. Right. But then you have other people that are be, not being represented and you're like, whatever, you know, like, what are you doing to help the Christine Bubzers or other progressive candidates? And that's what I feel like this whole election cycle has really and all of our guests that we've talked to about this. We've had some amazing guests like let's shout out to Jackie Pepper, who's always been on the ground. You had uh, Kristen Bry, who was doing As Goes Wisconsin. She went back. She was living in Los Angeles. She was living in LA. Think about it. And then Wisconsin flipped. Yep. You know, um, Elsa Collins, who is like, geez, man, if she's like, ha- has all it's these organizations. Raveling, helping out is nuts. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so, you know, you're, you're having these guests. So even when we had um, LaShonda Martin and uh, our last guest, her name is, shit, I can't remember, but you know what I'm talking about. We, having those, those women on here and having those people on here talk about um, Mia. this. Mia, thank you, Mia. Um, we, we're, get, we're getting this sense that, you know, everybody is uh, trying to make everybody learn and, and giving support systems. So we're not alone in this. We're not alone, and we got to keep striving to get into um, our local government, because look at, we just had Jackie Lacey, dude, in Los Angeles, Jackie Lacey conceded to gas on. I mean, people, she Uh, conceded. Yeah. And they, and she was like, you know what? I think that, you know, when you look at her record, it's not what people wanted anymore. And I don't know how progressive Los Angeles is because we like have all these weird propositions and shit like that, but it definitely says something when you see, someone like Jackie Lacey, who's been so much a foundation of Los Angeles, people want progressive change in uh, the, the judicial system. They want change in, in jail, you know, in prison systems. Yeah. And so that's why he got Gasson because he, he did some work for that, you know? Well, and didn't LA pass that one proposition where it allowed some felons to be able to vote? Again? Yeah. Or, I yeah. can't remember what it was exactly, but it was, yeah, the paroles, parolees to vote, but they didn't pass cash bail or the end of cash bail because what they want, that was the proposition that actually Steve Ballmer and his wife who owned the Clippers, they were huge proponents of that um, and it didn't pass. 
And I don't really understand. I haven't like looked too much into the proposition of why it didn't. It was a good idea because, you know, cash bail, if you can't afford, if you, if you can't afford to get out for just like a misdemeanor, you're in jail. But if you can, and if you're a rapist, then you can get out of jail. It's very disproportionate to wealth, right? Um, so those, pro- and then, I mean, California, Pat, like we, how many more kidney dialysis propositions? <laughs> I don't get why that's such a huge... I don't even know what this is. Can this not be like a medical thing where they just decide on this? Like, I don't yeah, know. I don't get why we have to vote for it. Like, just fix I, I am not a doc. I'm not a medical professional here. It's like... Doctors know whether or not they need to be there? What do I know? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't want anyone... I, we have that every fucking election cycle. I know. Even, I just... Yeah. It seems like it's just one of those, like, can you afford to staff somebody to be there? Like, make that decision on your own. And why is that privatized? Why isn't that part of the, like, I don't, what? I don't even know. I don't even know why, what? Like, I don't get, are you, like, getting dialysis in, like, an alley? In a, but, what, yeah, I don't get why it's a separate uh, store in a retail shopping center and not part of the hospital. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, and you're just you know, right. The, the like, what the fuck is this doing next to my Weight Watchers? Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> next to curves. <laughs> I really, I, I don't get it. There to supervise. What's that? What do you do? It's just like a drive-through. You walk in, you get it, and you, just, you do it yourself. It's such a weird proposition. It's so uh, weird. Every time. Every time. Even when it's not federal elections, just like our regular, oh. like, well, in two months, in like two years, we'll have another, you know, we'll have these congressional ones come up and dialysis will be on it guaranteed. <laughs> I don't understand that. And them always wanting to subsidize schools with tax money or something. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Like, what's the problem here? <laughs> yeah, we're clearly need it. Yeah. <laughs> Education's important. Like, let's go. Why I like how big corporations and rich people in the first place. Like, uh, what? I, I like how they vote. They voted no to let 17 year olds vote in the primaries. I'm like, why not? Who cares? They're not going to show up. Let me tell you. I know, the fact that they even, if someone does sign up at 17, the fact that they even fucking care, like trust that because at 17, trust. I fucking care. Trust. Oh. <laughs> I was worried about like, oh, prom and like, you know, can I buy a car so yeah. I can go to like hang yeah. out in a parking lot and drink? Yeah. You know, Although the- I will say at this runoff in Georgia, 17 year olds, if you turn 18 by January 5th, mm-hmm. you have until I believe December 7th or 17th, I can't remember exactly, to register uh-huh. and vote in that runoff. Yeah, Let's it's important. It. Let's go. <laughs> I'm sure Stacey Abrams will be out there getting you to register. To vote yes, Stacey. She's yeah. out there doing you the work. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so California has so, always has too many propositions. Like it's too, the app based companies for like Uber and Lyft and them, they won that la- that last proposition where they're going to keep drivers as contractors. And I think that's a bunch of bullshit because they need to have benefits. And, you know, I'm, there's just too many of them now for it not to be unionized or for them not to like have the, the benefits that a regular employee would have. I'm not under. I'm not understanding that. It's like they're literally working like a regular employee for you, and you are just 
not willing to give them benefits or stock in your company or, you know, promotion cycles or like, okay. And they could be driving like little short trips for a full hour and not even make like 20. Yeah. Like it's trash. That's capitalism for you though. I got to make all this money and I don't want to pay the people who are doing all the work for me. That's why we're in this situation that we're in. When I worked for the NFL, it was the majority of the people that work for the NFL. You know how much money the NFL has? Oh yeah, baby. The majority of the people who work for the NFL were contract workers because they didn't want to pay for benefits. They didn't want to pay for anything. And it was like hourly wage was like peanuts. Right. Right. And they would let very creative and very awesome people just walk out the door once their contract was up. Right. Right. And then, do the whole thing over again. It's like, when will people learn that if you hire good people and you pay them well and you treat them well, then they want to stay and they want to work for you and they want to make good shit for you. Yeah. Yeah, right. You're right. Well, you know, and just shifting gears really quick, ESPN just laid off like 500 people and I'm thinking about it and I'm like, you know, that is like, is that does that really hurt the big wigs in the ESPN? Like who, these are probably contractors that they can cut, you know, that the, it's unfortunate because it's just like, are they really benefiting ESPN and, and us audience and us, you know, viewers with those cuts? Or are they just making those cuts because, you know, they're keeping the top, the top, you know, funded, you know, they're keeping their jobs and their money because you know, it's contractors get hit first. Oh, yeah. no contractors. Well, in ESPN, half of, or not half, I think it was like 200 of 500 were just open positions that they had that they weren't, they yeah. decided they weren't going to fill. But the other half was like people that have been there for 20 years too. There right. were some right, like decent writers that got the boot. And it's yeah. like, I don't understand how you guys are, I get like sports, it's been a weird year, but you guys aren't some niche thing where you're just covering <laughs> soccer yeah. or football. Like you're covering. Right. You could cover fucking cricket if you guys wanted to. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's true. You're all sports. You could do whatever you wanted. And the fact that you haven't figured out a way to somehow make money off of things that are still running in countries that still have their shit together and actually yeah. took care of the pandemic. Like, and now that's affecting people that work for you. Yeah. You're having to do all that. It's just, it's the high, it's every, it all starts at the head. The yeah. Thing. All starts the hood for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Australia stuff you guys been seeing like they're like Corona free. Yeah, there's rug. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of on like an uptick now. Right. Again, I think a few people or a few countries are like experiencing that, especially yeah. England, I heard was doing lockdown again, Liz. Yeah, England. The UK is doing lockdown. Would there? The thought is if they do lockdown now they'll be able to save Christmas. And that's yeah. like their like big thing is that, you know, Christmas is huge there and they want to be able to, for people to celebrate healthy. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's smart. I'll fucking shut yeah. down out and they don't have Thanksgiving. So okay, can we, can we just really quickly talk about the fact that Thanksgiving is like non-existent this year when people like normally I was telling, I was telling my, my husband, I was like, Hey, you know, like 
Thanksgiving, there people are just going straight to Christmas at this point. You just see all this holiday stuff. He's like, well, I didn't really think that Thanksgiving was a thing. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Turkey days and, you know, all this like lead up countdowns to like how to make a non-dry turkey and all that stuff that you would see stuffing right, wars no and that. About it. No one. And you would normally see all of that stuff going on. It is just not like people are just like right to the holiday baby. Yeah. No <laughs> Halloween day. I wanted to get some treats for Ollie. We go, there's nothing Halloween, but Christmas decor. They completely skip Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, my my mom wanted some like fall decor Mm. and we went in like mid October and it was already gone (laughs) and it was already flipped. I'm like, wait a minute, Halloween hasn't even happened yet. Couldn't even find a fucking pumpkin. Yeah, I know. It's gone. Thanksgiving is not, I mean, we're, to be honest, we're, I mean, we're going to be in our new home, thankfully, and we're just going to put up the tree. Oh my God, just put up the tree. I don't care anymore. Like, I just, we're going to eat like a turkey dinner. I didn't tell you the last time I had turkey on Thanksgiving. We have, we usually have turkey. turkey Much either. I do turkey. I make a very good turkey. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an excellent cook. You brine that? First off, I brine it. Oh, I I brine it for three days in kosher salt. Thank you. Although I also do, um, like, a, I'll order a meal, but I'll make the sides. So sometimes I'll just order, like, the turkey and some of the yeah, But I make a sweet market. potato ooh, with the marshmallows. Oh, it, that's the best. Boom, 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 boom. You will be in a coma after those sweet potatoes. Yeah. So, you know, I would be mad if you uh, uh, box lunch sent me and Kindle. <laughs> oh, I might have to. They're, I'll freeze it and send you some because I put the oh, marshmallows no on it. <laughs> and I like ro- uh, roast the marshmallows on top. Oh, it is. A yam and a sweet potato is the same thing, right? Yeah, I think so. Pretty much. Unless you do a Japanese yam. Oh, yeah. They're, which are they're purple. Purple they're or very white. good. Yeah, sweet potatoes. Yeah. Yam wars. Right? Don't well, they like, have like a... Marshmallows have like good potatoes. are yams, right? Or yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the yeah. where we talk about <laughs> yams and marshmallows. Are yams and sweet potato the same thing? That's your social <laughs> post, Liz, coming up. It's like, yam, sweet potato. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when I got, I'm drinking my champagne. <laughs> hey, it's oh the hoops talk. Hey, <laughs> listen. And welcome to the Thanksgiving <laughs> talk, where we discuss our yams and sweet potatoes the same thing. Well, you know, it's funny because I don't even think I mentioned that we're the hoops talk at the top of the... <laughs> I'm just so excited. I'm like, I hope you know this the hoops talks by now. Did your house clean your opening then. Just splice this and move it to the front. <laughs> that was kind of... I could do all kinds of tricks on this. People think of it we're just like months ahead of where we're... Starting. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, well, I mean, and okay, so... We're now on to Christmas, and I think the NBA has the exact same ideas as everybody else because they're like, let's start on Christmas. Okay. Oh, no, I heard the, the next, the latest one was December 22nd. Yes. Like, These guys are not going to have Christmas. No. With each other? Yeah. No. Well, I, there's, they're going to have to do load management on a lot of these people. You know what? It's good for the Warriors. Why don't they have the Warriors play the Knicks? Because they haven't played for an entire season. That's like, half a, that's season. like a game of pickup street ball right there. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's plenty of teams that didn't play in the bubble that have had a lot of time off that they could start 
Christmas yeah, Day. Okay. True. No, and I think they're trying to stagger that. They're doing that and or they're kind of eliminating cross conference. Like they're removing a lot of that. So like you'll barely play anyone that's not in your I don't know. It's and they all want to close out before um Olympics, but it's like they want you to shorten the finals because it gets too fucking long sometimes. Let me tell you, the yeah. final, the Olympics don't. Can't. But they want to have the basketball team, the USA. That's why. <sighs> no, isn't our basketball team that's going to the Olympics like the C team? Yeah, but Probably. I mean, are are they are people changing their mind now because it's been a year? I don't know. Oh yeah, because all the if you're if you had you just played in the bubble and now you've only had. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a graphic that said the off season is 71 days from the last game. Oh shit! Um, no. From the bubble, so you've got 71 days. We've got the draft happening on the 18th, and then a month later the season's happening, and then you have a 72 game season, and then you think these guys are going to opt in to go to the Japan for um, the Olympics? No, no fucking way. No way. No way. At least not anybody that's like top tier. No. You're not going to get that. We're going to come home with no medals. <laughs> yeah. If anything, I could see with, with what you just said, I could see a, um, a Nets uh, Warrior finals because they haven't played. <laughs> oh, well, the Nets did. The Nets were in there a little bit. But like the Warriors are definitely going to take the season. It's going to be a Bulls Warriors final. <laughs> Let's be honest, because, like, the Warriors, have, they had a lot of injuries, and they were able to rest up. They're looking good. They had the second draft pick, I think, coming up. Yep. but They could trade that away if they wanted yeah, they to. Yeah, might trade down and get yeah. someone. Who has the first? Oh. Uh, Whoa. Lamelo. Lucky them. <laughs> Who? Lamelo. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he wants to be in New York. Well, go ahead, next take is us. For it, buddy. <laughs> Can you imagine the balls in the New York? New York well, Minnesota, I believe, has. Yeah. So Minnesota has the uh, first pick. And then Golden State, uh, Charlotte, and Chicago. I mean, Minnesota's got a little something cooking, cooking up there. Cooking. Yeah, what do they have? They have Cat, right? Cat. They have D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell. That's what he says. Um, Jarrett Allen is kind of like. All right. I mean, they just need like a, a couple more pieces and then yeah, they could be decent. I'm not going to say like they're going to be contenders or anything, but yeah. like they could be decent. Well, I know that Mallow wants to go to New York. Well, that's what his camp is saying. I don't think that he would fare well. Oh, maybe, maybe PG, but I don't think that that, that would go well there. Um, we have in some mock drafts, they're showing Anthony Edwards going to Minnesota and then Danelle Avdije, I can't say that name properly, to Golden State. But I think Golden State could uh, take get rid of their draft pick, you know, draft down and, and get some space. not supposed to be that stellar. We'll see what happens. I mean, it isn't, but... I think it's definitely going to take a hit because March Madness didn't happen. So a lot yeah. of people are like, who even are these guys? Were they even practicing or playing or? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't I know. March Madness gives a lot of like, oh my God, I recognize that name. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. I mean, didn't Kristen also mention like the women shine this year? Like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually there's a whole, there was a whole breakdown for that as well. 
I don't know, man, these sports, because I mean, also, we could talk about how NFL is like literally a super spreader of coronavirus. There's so many Dean. And your beloved Raiders, Kendall, we have to put you in a corner with them, Raiders, getting all kinds of fines for their coronavirus protocols being just... It's Vegas, though. They're in Vegas now, right? Yeah. I mean, What is going on? I feel like Gruden's a trumper. I feel like Derek Carr, quarterback's a trumper. So it all mm. just kind of lines up. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I think it's fucking stupid. Wear a goddamn mask. It takes two seconds to stop on. <laughs> and two seconds to wear a piece of cloth or $150,000 out of your bank account. What would you rather? I mean, seriously, uh, if, that, if that man can wear that haircut, then I think he right. can wear a mask. Because exactly. he ain't going to look stupider than he already does. Exactly. <laughs> Christ. Why does he want to keep giving his money away? Just wear a ma- He said it was draconian. I know. I'm like, you look like a microwave baked potato. <laughs> Put on a mask. Cover that shit up. <laughs> oh my God. He so looks like a baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. There's so much. The, I don't. The NFL might need to stop. I don't know. Like, I just don't know when they're thinking. They'll never stop. It's money, money, money. Yeah, I guess. But it's just very problematic. We had the, uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, the biggest surge of cases in, in like the history of coronavirus in the United States. So we're still dealing with a pandemic, people. Let's not forget that. It's been the last like three days. Three days ago, it was the highest. Then the next day, it was the highest. Then the mm-hmm. next day. Like, and they're they're showing like a correlation to the super spreading events that the Trump administration was having as part of it because you know it takes a couple of days before it like actually shows up. Oh yeah, isn't his chief of staff have it? Yes, Mark Meadows, oh. who oh. like was like, oh, I'm not gonna talk to you if you're gonna tell me to put my mask on and like walked away from reporters. Fucking babies. That's another thing too. It's just like you know you reap what you you sow. You know I'm just like I'm done. I'm like, yeah. I can't. I don't get this whole, like, I don't believe coronavirus bullshit, like conspiracy theory shit, too. Because, like, what, the whole world's on it? We can't get together to uh, right. other stuff, but we can get together to build a conspiracy theory and a flu to, like, uh, what? That's so true. They're like, oh, Democrats just built up this flu pandemic. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yes, and we got... Um, Italy, New Zealand, Australia, Korea. We got them all. We another Zoom call us Democrats. <laughs> but also, like you know, my cousin got Corona, and she's oh, alive, no. thank God. But it was bad. She was in the ICU for a month. Oh and man! Still on a breathing apparatus for the month after that. So how are you going to tell me this shit ain't real? And the imagine the people who lost people because yeah. of it. Like, there's a lot of after effects too. People oh, yeah, like, I hear people still, like, trouble, bre- like, so much. And it's like, bitch, why don't you go stand in line? For all those people, listen, you don't believe in corona? Go stand in line. Uh, uh, where? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, like, I don't know, play that game with the card where you have to suck on it and then pass it on to someone Suck and blow. Suck and blow. <laughs> and then rub tits. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, like even uh, Matt. So Matt Getz, is that his name? The, the senator from Florida? That sounds weird. Matt Getz. Gates. He, Gates. He, he said, okay, so this is what, this is what I love. Mm, so he's, 
they said he got coronavirus and he tweeted, that story is false. I have antibodies. Okay. <laughs> I hate all of them so much. They are so fucking stupid. I cannot handle how stupid these people are. It's making yeah. me feel stupid just having to talk about their stupidity. I hate them. This is fucking science, people. Oh, it's man. Blue. And it's not only that, but you believe when people die from the flu, and you probably don't know anybody who's died from the flu, yeah. and you don't call that shit a hoax. Right. It's like, what I don't understand why their eyes, like my eyes, know, when I see something with my eyes, most normally I believe it to be true unless I'm tripping. You know, unless like I physically took shrooms or LSD <laughs> or I'm on coke or something other than like my regular normal day of like, hey, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to have some coffee, I'm going to do my work on my laptop and my eyes are seeing things and I'm going to believe that that is true. So I don't understand. Are they all on drugs that they don't see what their eyes are telling? They don't believe what their eyes are telling them. It's just, it boggles the mind. And to your point, Kendall, yeah, it makes me feel crazy. Yeah. It makes me feel crazy and unstable. Because really I does. know what I'm hearing and I know what I'm seeing. And I know that if something feels iffy to me that I will go and do the due diligence to go and research whether or not that happened or not. Yeah. And these people are like, well, fat jar ham Trump told me that there's voter fraud. So I believe that there's voter fraud. It's like there is very, the amount of voter fraud that happens is so minuscule that it is not even fucking possible to sway a goddamn mayoral election. Yeah. Yeah. And you think that we all just conspired to get millions of dead people to vote for Biden. Like you fucking stupid. There's probably more voter fraud in American Idol than there is in our actual democracy. Okay. The voice probably has more voter fraud because you can vote as many times as you want to. (laughs) And we'll just take you to court and the court will, the truth will prevail. You're right. You take it. You've gone to court 8 million times already. And the truth has come out that you've lost every single one of them. Please take us to court and we will continue to hand you the L's. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. CBD just literally emailed me today to finally fill out my certification for May. And you think that we could put together, uh, the U.S. government could put together. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Conspiracy, Thank- bitch. We can't even do electronic voting. <laughs> Have you seen government websites? Seriously. Right. Le- uh, Kindle has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is this, GeoCities? GeoCities, MySpace. <laughs> that's fraud they're top yeah. all of the top eights were democrats so mm-hmm. you know it's fraud <laughs> yeah it's it's so you know you can't and also it's like there's no message this is a scattershot of conspira- conspiracies because you're like oh keep voting in arizona where i'm winning where i could potentially win and don't stop voting over here where i'm not winning it's just so transparent we're, it's so transparent and we're so tired. We're not going to focus on any of that bullshit and all this smoke and mirrors. And if his, like, I hope that his base and the MAGAs and all of them, like, they have to stop. They have to stop. They have to stop because we're not taking any of the bullshit anymore. Just can't do it any longer. And they're lucky that we are, for whatever reason, still find a compassionate bone in our body. We still do. 
compassion for any of them. And I think it's fucking delicious <laughs> how they are all now like, oh, if Biden wins, I'm going to Canada. Go. Bye. You think this is liberal? Bye-bye. You think they want you there? Yeah. Bye-bye. You don't want socialized medicine? We will, we, will start a, we will start an Act Blue fund to buy bus tickets for y'all to get on that Greyhound and go and be Canada's issue. If you think that this is liberal and socialist, you just, it is so, it's fucking delicious. Go to Canada. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy don't, it. Or go to Mexico. You know, you, you really love... Like you love the margaritas, you love the tacos, you when, love the uh, pan dulce. Cultural appropriating gear on Oh, you gear. love it. Go you love it. it. You love it. So you know what? Fine. There you go. Jump over the wall. Maybe they don't want you actually in Mexico. So I don't think there's no wall because that is yet again go ass over there. <laughs> but you know, it. and they can go over to Europe too if they want, but the same shit as Canada. Same shit. Thing is, yeah. is they're gonna walk in. I, I'm assuming that the only clothing they have now is just all MAGA shit. So as soon as they get to that border, the UK is gonna be like, nah. And Canada's gonna be like, nah. <laughs> and Mexico's gonna be like, nah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta put your, your Trump flags at half mass, Trumpers. Yeah, they got a lot. I mean, they're. They're on the losing side, and that's just it. And Sorry. I mean, that's how democracy works. The that yeah, the people have spoken, and you can see it even in the popular vote. It is a true, true, true win. And oh man, it's been good. It's been a good day. So when you guys hear this on Wednesday, you know we're we're probably still going to be partying. Why not? But we it, it was a nice. A wonderful victory this morning, and and then and sports and sports happened too along the way. So um, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. We're going to take our hoops off because I'm sure we all have something we want to take our hoops off for today. So we'll be right back. And we're back. We're going to do hoops off, although. Kendall pointed out that this entire episode has been a hoops off, which is true. <laughs> Big old bro. Celebration hoops off. But we're going to do a hoops off, and I'm going to start it. So let me know. Three, two. So I want to take my hoops off to sore losers. Sore losers, I'm sorry, but this is how it goes. This is not anything new or different. Um, this is literally how it goes. When you lose a game, you leave and you lost and you just take the L and then you walk away. You don't cry about it. You don't cry foul. You don't say someone cheated. You don't toss a board. You don't like go and like march on the streets. You don't try to like say things are rigged because they didn't go your way. You can't go and, and get lawyers for some because you didn't win. Like that's just not how that works. Like you lost. Stop being a crybaby. Stop throwing your tantrums. Stop trying to say that things are the way that they're not just because you didn't get your way. You are a bunch of sore losers. I'm sorry that that happened to you, but you are a loser. You lost. Bye bye. Wow. There you go. Seven. Years. My question. I got- to- 
Who's paying for these lawyers? He has to pay for them. I thought he was bankrupt. He's fundraising. Oh, like, he's fundraising. Oh, to at least. like tax payer. No, like like his base. Like when you know when you when you do campaigns, we're not so paying he's for crowdfunding this. this bitch. Yes. Basically, he's like sending out very aggressive emails to his base. Yeah. Yelling at them to send him money. Basically, his spawn is all over social oh, and then trying to get money oh. too. So. Wow. Demon spawn. Hey, yeah. give me money because I failed to give you enough for what's happening in Corona and you lose. He don't care. Yeah. The guy's a fucking loser. He needs to leave. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, Karen. Bye, then. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and she, and I'm going to tell you right now, she's going to divorce you. Oh, that so be ready. was in front of the White House on Tuesday. Yeah, because she's divorcing your ass. She's gone. She's already. She's already gone. She's going to take whatever money there kind of is. Ass that girl wants to, she's like, I need to try to figure out how I get back into Manhattan yes. and start climbing up that ladder again. Out, baby. Because she gone. Hitched her wagon to him and she is not going to be. write a book, that's going to, her and Baron will be fine. Yeah. You know what? She's going to say to you what she said to Christmas. Fuck. <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. Fuck Christmas. Yeah. I don't really care. Like her jacket. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that's what she's wearing. She's walking away. So she gone. Tell you that now. All right, Karen, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one, go. You know, I'm not trying to uh, bash our side, but like, and because the Trumpers think the media is all left, but come on guys. Why were we pussyfooting around making the call? Like I get it. Accuracy. I did journalism school. I get that shit, but I, the numbers said it themselves, regardless of it. At, there's a point. It doesn't matter what state. The mm -hmm. numbers were so high for error mm -hmm. margin. What? We were pussyfooting because we didn't want this guy to have a tantrum. He's going to have a tantrum either way. But you want to continue to pull on our heartstrings and make mm -hmm. us stress and eat donuts mm -hmm. and frosted flakes and mm -hmm. cover when you could have just called it. Because at the end of the day, look where we're at. Look at it. You're right. Look at, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> I don't know about 60 seconds. I'm done. You're good. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Like, I get it. I'll count. I'll count the vote. Every vote counts. I totally get that. But when it was a statistically, like, did you know that in California, there's still like a million outstanding votes? Like, they oh, yeah. haven't finished calling us. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we knew it was going to go statistically. Hello. Hello. California, hold it down in the West Coast. California, most out party. Maxine Waters is my district. She's amazing. She fucking brought out receipts on that Joe Collins guys. She's like, this guy. She brought that CBS receipt. Quarterback. White board, Katie Porter. Oh, that's right. That's right. You can bet. You bet. All right, Kendall, you are bringing us home with the hoops. Bring it home, baby. Are you ready? Okay, three, two, one, go. Um, I'm going to take my hoops off, and it's going to be about the war on counting. Um, <laughs> apparently, some people on the other side don't understand how it quite works. So let me break it down to you. <laughs> when you have a pile of votes that are sitting here, and then you get more votes in, you have to add those votes to that pile and count mm. them because then you, with addition, the pile gets bigger. <laughs> so 
that's how you count. So it's like one, two, three, but <laughs> imagine doing that, but like with thousands, if not millions. So it takes some time and yeah, the numbers fluctuate and it may not go in the, the way that you want it to go, but that's how counting works. Right. And if you remember right, your bozo president told you guys not to go out and mail in your ballots, which in most states, what happens is you count the people that mail or that walk in to do their vote mm -hmm. first and then you count the mail-in ballots so yeah you were leading at first but when you count those people that mail in their ballots and you do the addition counting in addition the numbers change that's and how it ends up losing so <laughs> let's stop having a war on counting and a war on addition this is just how it's like kind of always been since the beginning of time Yes, I, I added to your point an additional 30 seconds to your one minute because I need, I thought this was a really important lesson. It's, it was very Sesame Street and yes. I like, and I like that. Yes. It was very cool. much Sesame Street. Okay. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. That is how counting works. It's just, it's science. It's not rigged. Yeah. I mean, unless you're Terrence Howard and you believe in that whole like one plus two is four, or he has his own Terrenceology, but that is a different podcast. <laughs> and the reason why I know that is boggles my own mind. <laughs> um, okay, ladies, that's it. That is it. We've come to the end. We've come to the end. That's right. We're at the end. The end of this. This has been a historic Saturday. We did it, y'all. We did it. We want to thank. We did it. We did it. We did it. Right here. Biden Harris 2020. Boop, boop. Georgia on my mind. Boop, boop. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Where it started, where it was saved. The people. We're doing it. The people. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. We're going to celebrate this. We're going to take this W and we're going to celebrate it. We know. Vote is just the beginning. There's still two major votes That's going important. on in Georgia that we got to follow and support and get that going. So we know it's just the beginning. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. We're in the right direction with Joe and Kamala. We know we're in the right path. We know we're in the right path. Yes. So with that, thank you everybody for listening to this special episode of the Hoops Talk, talking about elections, talking about winning, talking about the voting. Thanks to all our past guests who have talked about voting and who've been, and we saw them out there phone banking, we were phone banking, we were texting, phone texting, all this stuff. Thank you all for being there. Make sure that you subscribe to us. We're on the Good News Radio app. We're on, we love Spotify. We're on there usually the night after. Um, yeah, we're on the Hoops Talk pod on twitter the hoops talking on instagram we're all over the place you know you can catch us what have you um i'm gonna be moving so i don't know what's gonna happen next week but we have this podcast so we hope this will keep you entertained until we can get back on the mics and talk about draft coming up oh, and the season so until then how we want to keep it ladies we <laughs> keep it so and we out.